Hello, and welcome to Queen Bees, where two 80s babies that drink, curse, and tell it like it is are here to inspire, encourage, and empower others. No candy coating here, with the occasional cursing and lots of laughs. I am Tina, and I like white rum, true crime, and a good time. I'm Lisa, and I love riding my Harley, traveling the world, and a damn cold drink in my hand. Boy, oh boy, this one is a big one today. So let's get comfy, grab our glasses of wine. We have ours. Taking care of yourself is what we're going to be talking about today. Keeping yourself happy is the key to being the greatest human being that you can be. Pamper yourself every now and then. Go out and get that haircut, that color. Put on some makeup, do a workout, grab a glass of wine, or take a bath, or read a book. You do what you like to do to relax and recoup to keep killing it every day. So, let's get into it. Lisa, what do you do to relax and recoup so that you can give others the best you? I think it kind of depends on the time of year and my current schedule. But me personally, my absolute favorite things to do are to sit down in peace and quiet, watch a show that I actually want to hear, Yes. and have a nice glass of wine. That's really my favorite. I don't care if it's you know, if people are home and I have to do it in my bedroom and I just kind of chill in my bed, watch my show, drink my wine. Um, I do also enjoy reading a book, but it depends on what I all have going on. Like when I was taking classes for school, I'm temporarily putting that on hold with all the crazy COVID stuff. But when I was in school, I did so much reading for class that to sit home and read, even though I enjoyed reading it was just so much reading. I was like burnt out on yeah, it. Yeah, overwhelmed. Your eyeballs can only take so much. Right. So I, in that case, then I kind of put the reading on the back burner. But more recently, I have been doing a little bit more reading. But I do like just that quiet time. Even if I'm not watching a show, just as much as I love my kids and as much as I love my husband and all of our animals, sometimes I just need a little alone time. That's that's the big thing. For everybody me. needs that. Whether you're a wife, mother, single, even kids need alone time. My 11-year-old is big on her alone time to rest and recoup and just get away from people and let her mind relax. And one thing that I learned is um, actually my kids like it, as weird as that sounds. Um, When I first started doing it, I kind of felt a little guilty, but then... My daughter, actually, this all kind of started, oh, I'm going to start from the beginning, sorry. This all kind of started like a little over a year ago. I broke my foot, so I literally couldn't get up and get stuff as easily um, because I couldn't walk on it at all. I either had to use a knee scooter or crutches for over three months. So when I finally wanted to have like a little bit of quiet time because I was depressed from breaking my foot and missing out on all these things that I had planned and things that I enjoyed doing, um... But my daughter actually was like, here, mom, let me help you. I can get your wine out of the fridge for you. And she actually thought it was fun and cute to refill my glass of wine. And so that kind of became our thing. So when I do some of my alone time, I can actually like call out for her. And she thinks it's fun to help mom and refill her glass of wine or whatever. So that was kind of something that was 
surprising to me. I never would have thought of something like that until she offered to do it. And she honestly loves doing it. Like she thinks it's so cool. And we've done it in a ton of other scenarios where we'll do face masks together and she does it. And even my son, you know, he'll do it once in a while because it's cool. And specifically when my foot was broken, even my daughter would help me like rub my foot once in a while because it'd be so swollen and she's so little and would be so gentle without even trying. Right. So that's kind of how my thing sort of started and when I really realized how important me time is. Yes. It took me many, many years to figure out that me time is important. Because I was a, a give 150% to everybody all the time constantly and then I would just crash and it became this vicious cycle and then I was upset with myself and depressed and angry with myself like I don't want to be down and out and like physically getting sick because you're not taking that time to rest and recoup and then mentally getting sick with anxiety and depression because you're not letting yourself rest and recoup or do things it's not necessarily just laying in bed and resting. It's doing things that make you feel rested and refreshed. It can right, be even be doing a puzzle, right. a Sudoku. It could be sitting in a deer stand. It could yep. be going to the tanning salon and and laying in the bed for fifteen minutes. It could be having a phone conversation with your best friend while having a, a glass of wine. Right or painting your nails I mean anything taking an extra long shower just to enjoy the peace and quiet and the the hot water right <laughs> yeah definitely bow hunting is a big one for me is that you know several years ago I really got into it and ever since then that's literally what I consider my me time and I know some people are like how can that be your nice relaxing time when you're sitting out in the woods freezing your ass off I'm like yeah but it's freaking quiet it's awesome when you get to watch the deer walk by and they don't even know that you're there Yes, sometimes it sucks when you sit out there and you freeze your ass off and you don't see shit, but more often than not, just the quiet time alone and the enjoyment of being outdoors, and in all honesty, I hunt in my backyard, so if I get that cold and I'm not enjoying it, I can just walk back and go back inside. Right, it's not I, like I do not 10 miles in the woods. Yeah, and I do not sit all day. I go out mainly in the evenings just because I, in where I live, I have more activity in the evenings than I do in the mornings. But that's, that's also something I did for, for me time. So it really can be anything. Right. And I've changed my me time over the years. I really do enjoy actual rest. Like just laying in bed all day long, binge watching my shows, being left alone, and never getting out of my pajamas or putting a damper on or makeup that day. And to clarify, you don't get me time every minute of every day. We're not saying that by any means, but at some point you have to find the time for you, whether it's one hour a week or every other week or once a month. Maybe even your you time, your self-care is doing a girl's night or whatever keeps your mental health stable and where it should be. Happy, healthy, in a good place. Right, so you're not overwhelmed with always doing stuff with your kids and the grocery shopping and the doctor's appointments and running here and go pick up that and you just get so overwhelmed at some point you end up 
you do end up crashing. So you have to really step back, take some time for yourself, because if you're not making yourself a priority, then you can't give your best self to everyone else. And not just your kids or your husband or your friends, even at work. If you're not taking care of yourself mentally and physically, you start falling behind at work or getting extra stressed at work and then you hate going to work or you're, you start an argument with a coworker that didn't even need to be started in the first place because something small irritated you that probably shouldn't have irritated you when you are in a happier, more uplifted mood. Right. And I think that there are some signs of being, there are some signs you should be aware of that you're clearly unhappy. And that's kind of what you were saying in the sense of like, you're, you know, you're disagreeing with coworkers for really no good reason. I mean, yes, maybe there's some reasoning behind it, but you're overreacting to the situation. Right. It, I'm, I'm not thinking of the right way to explain it here, but yeah, it's like you, you spilt a glass of milk and you're going to explode over the spilt glass of milk and screaming at your kids and your husband because the, the milk spilled when it you just grab some damn paper towel and wipe the shit up it's not that big of a fucking deal see and that's me when i've reached my breaking point i i personally tend not to talk to people at work so much because i know that i'm crabby and i don't want to be bitchy and start drama at work over nothing and i also very much so take it out on my husband, like critique things that he does that are not a big deal. Where this you get goes extra back nitpicky to... or right. I asked you three times to change the fucking light bulb. Well, one of us could have changed the fucking light bulbs ourselves too, you know. Like, right. It's not like we can't change a light bulb. You're just now you're thinking of something that yes. happened three months ago or three weeks ago that you asked for that was something simple and now you're freaking out I do the same thing like I'll distance myself from people I won't answer texts calls I I will even tell people like now is not a good time I need space like I'm not going out I'm not don't even ask me to do a girl's night I need like time away from everybody when I get that bad because I do have depression and anxiety and I've struggled with it for the past seven years. I was diagnosed with it when my son was three. And they actually called it late postpartum depression that ended up turning into anxiety and depression. And I've been on medication. I've been off medication. I've talked to people about it and everything in between. And I feel that... It's not something that a lot of people talk about, and they should. Everyone should be listening and talking about mental health. If you notice something, you don't necessarily have to have the answers either, because what what means the most when someone really is depressed or super anxious and they're just, they're internally combusting and their mind doesn't shut off they just want someone to listen to them you don't have to be you don't have to have any answers about anything they really just want to 
spit it all out of their mouth, let it all out, vent it out, have a glass of wine, scream, cry, and all of the above. And most of the time, they're able to heal a little bit to move on and and or get professional help. And we will be talking a little bit more about anxiety and depression in a later episode, just because there is so much to cover there. Um, but we do want you to know we are not medical professionals. This is simply our point of view and our personal experiences. Correct. We'll be right back after a brief message about our sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So for me, for relaxing and recouping, like I said, I honestly, if I could talk, at this life stage, I love laying in bed, binge watching a TV show, not getting on in my pajamas, not having to put my makeup on, any of that. In previous years, I was really into yoga. So I was doing yoga as my me time. But like I, like we said, it can be anything. I would do my nails or I also love putting on makeup. So I'll watch YouTube videos on a Get Ready With Me. And one of my favorite ones is Bailey Sarian. She does YouTube uh, true crime and makeup. It's <laughs> Murder Mystery Mondays. I absolutely love it. I also used to love reading a lot, but I'm so busy that I don't, I just don't have the time to actually sit down and read anything anymore. So I ended up getting into audiobooks and listening to podcasts, which I absolutely love that too, because I can do that any day at any time. I'll listen to my podcast in the background at work or when I get home from work and I'm making dinner and I just need 10 minutes of not hearing the kids talking and a bunch of background noise, I'll pop in my earbuds while I'm cooking dinner and I'll crank that volume up so all I can hear is that podcast. Same with music. We redid our staircase last summer and I hooked up the Bluetooth speaker and I cranked it all the way up to like volume 10, had my rock music just blasting. I told my husband, I'm staining these stairs all by myself, go outside with the kids and just leave me be till I'm done. So it could be something like that as well, working on a a project of redoing some piece of furniture. I mean, anything that you enjoy can be your time. And it doesn't always have to be alone either. Right. It could definitely be like a ladies night or a date night with your significant other. Even if it's something with your kids, like, okay, for example, this is a great one. My children and I 
love, and I mean love superheroes. Like I literally named my dog after Thor, one because he's unbelievably hot. And he's, you know, like the god of thunder and he takes care of all these realms and he's really powerful. And I just love the name. So sometimes when the kids are fighting a bunch or, I, you know, I need some quiet time, let's just chill. We'll put on a superhero movie and watch it as a family. My husband loves watching them as well. Sometimes we'll even do kind of a marathon sort of thing. Specifically, my son loves all of the Avengers. So we'll we'll start with like one of the beginning movies. So of the if Avengers. It's, right. If it's the whole Avengers series or the Thor movies in themselves, or even if we switch over to um Captain America. Well, no, I mean I mean like switch over to the DC side and we do more of like Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Oh, I love those and ones. Watch those kind of in the order that they came out. Because obviously in the sense, it's not when they were released, more so like how the series would have gone in order, if that makes yeah. sense. Like you can't watch the Superman one where Aquaman's already in it and not watch Aquaman first. Because first Aquaman's got to be born. And, right. Do you know what I mean? So yes. we put it in that order and that's kind of like our family time, something that we all do to kind of relax and enjoy time together. So it can literally be anything that just helps relax your mind. Because I think as an adult woman even as an adult man, everybody needs that little bit of break. They need that time to just kind of let their craziness and of the world just kind of woosah, you know, don't think about every little thing and nitpick every little thing or try to take on every single thing by yourself. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to need a little bit of quiet time or family time or significant other time. I think all of it is kind of all inclusive in the sense of it just depends on what works for you. Right. And communication is a big thing there, too. If you're not communicating your needs, thoughts and feelings to anyone, they're not going to know that you need alone time or cuddle time or movie time or whatever it may be. I don't care what anybody says. No, there are no real mind readers in this world. That's all just a bunch of fucking mumbo jumbo. Especially when it comes to men. They can't read no minds for nothing. <laughs> and you can't talk in riddles with them either. You got to be like clear as water. Step by step. Directions. Yes. <sighs> And I love my husband and I do feel that over the years he's gotten to know me very well when I do reach a point of clearly mom needs a break. Sometimes he'll even notice it before I do where he'll literally say like, hey, babe, maybe tonight's a night that you just go chill. I'll take the kids or even just like, hey, do you want me to pour you a glass of wine for tonight? Like even just a simple, subtle thing like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm getting the hint. But he's not rude about it where he's like, stop being such a bitch. You're driving me nuts today. Right. They start seeing, but we've also Because he knows that'll make it worse. (laughs) Of course. But we've also been with our husbands, not necessarily married this long, but you've been with your husband for over 16 years and I've been with my husband for 14 years. 17. Oops. Well. (laughs) I'm so old I lose count sometimes too. Well, Skylar's only 16, so... I go by her age. But anyway, they've been with us for a long period of time that they know our ins and outs. And we do have clear communication with them about things, even when we're not 
giving step-by-step clear directions. When we say certain things now, they understand like that's what we meant. And they can see those signs and are like, mm, okay, right. let's, let's not, not push the bear. <laughs> yeah, let's not push that let's button today. Let's <laughs> give the bear some wine. <laughs> or some space. Maybe it will go hibernate for a little while. <laughs> All right. So, what would you want to tell everyone about being comfortable and happy in their own skin? I feel like that's a little harder one to answer, but for me personally, I think it stems from loving yourself. And I'm not saying you need to be so crazy as, you know, just super conceited snob, like right. I'm just the best of the fucking best. And But I also don't want someone to be the person who chews themselves down because I feel like I've been at that point where... You know, you look in the mirror and I feel like this is every woman in the world. Everybody's always going to, every single person in the world, they're always going to look in the mirror. They're extra and they're critical going, of themselves. Right. They're going to see something that they don't like. I don't care how conceited of a person you are. There is something you don't like about yourself. So I definitely think it's really important that you aren't so hard. On, it's okay to be a little hard on yourself because I feel like that does give some people drive. But it's not okay to be so hard on yourself that it forces you to hate yourself or dislike yourself to the point that you're no longer happy because all you can see are the negative things about you. Because for every negative thing, there's definitely a positive thing or two or three or four or five about you. Absolutely. And the things that you're seeing in the mirror, other people aren't even seeing. Right. This is all in your your own mind that that muffin top that isn't really a muffin top. Or the one wrinkle or the one gray hair or the lopsided eye or whatever else. And it's not just the physical. It can be, you know, when you when you're reflecting about yourself and you're you're looking at it and it's like, you know, I did this thing the other day and I probably didn't have to be so rude, or maybe that was kind of shitty of me, and you really beat yourself up when really was it really that bad? Should you really hold I yourself? Do that, I do that to myself a lot. I really internalize a lot of my previous actions like I will rethink it and rethink it and then overthink it and overthink like did I do it right should I have gone about it this way could I have done it a better way and I'll end up driving myself freaking nuts and I'll talk to my husband and be like you know what that shit happened three weeks ago fucking forget about it right like no one even cares anymore everyone else has moved on and you're still thinking about this one incident that happened three weeks ago and stressing yourself out about how you could have maybe been more classy or or nice or not so harsh about something that or even you threw a dinner party and you didn't make the mushrooms quite how you thought everyone at that dinner party could have thought your mushrooms were phenomenal and you're the only one who realizes that you didn't cook them to perfection when really your idea of perfection is different than someone else's idea of perfection. And that's where I'm flawed is that I tend to hold myself to not always an unattainable standard, but sometimes for sure an unattainable an standard. An high perfection. And I will standard. literally lay in bed and be like, wow, I really messed that up or I could have done that better. 
Like it will, I literally won't even be able to sleep at night. And if I do fall asleep, I'll have weird twisted nightmares about it. Like, and I used to be that way years ago until lots of conversations with my husband's my husband's, as I have multiple husbands now, <laughs> clearly I've got shit in my fucking mouth and can't talk tonight. My husband and several older friends, which we'll cover that in a completely different topic as well, because I think having friends of all ages and different backgrounds and financial status can really help you throughout life. Agreed. But as have everyone that's exactly like you in your group you never get a different point of view exactly and you don't grow and mature and become wise as they keep <laughs> saying although I'm still very childlike I know what you're talking about I'm freaking brilliant <laughs> <laughs> now I lost where I was going with this all right well I will ask you then okay with having, you know, working full-time, three children, husband, household to keep up on, is there something you feel that you could do better to give yourself either more me time or more relaxed time? Do the kids help you at all with that kind of stuff? The kids do have chores, as we talked about in uh, our previous podcast, how we need a fucking maid. Um, dinner schedules. The kids will help out sometimes with dinner, and it really depends on how late I'm going to be home, if my husband will start dinner or not. And then as far as the animals, everybody chips in with that. Everyone has a certain set day that they need to feed, because we do have three dogs, two cats, and then we also have uh, ducks and chickens in our backyard farm. So they all have to go out there on certain days to go collect the eggs, make sure they have enough food and water, especially now that it's winter and, like, this morning it was only two degrees. (sighs) Thank you, Wisconsin. (laughs) But what I could do better? Me, myself, I honestly, I don't know if there's much more that I could do. I think that I want to look into more, like, robot help and I'm not talking like terminators and crap oh, like that come on. <laughs> that would be pretty cool but like we talked about on the cleaning one like getting one of those robot vacuums that I can have go around in the middle of the night downstairs to help with the pet dander and hair and the sand and salt now that we're into winter so that we're not constantly sweeping and vacuuming every day because right there's you know 10 to 15 minutes just cleaning up the floor I'm curious to hear from some of our listeners you know if if they're willing to share anything is there something that they do for me time do they think me time is selfish do they think me time is a necessity So anybody out there who's listening, if you want to put in your two cents, we would definitely love to hear. You can shoot us an email at queenbeespodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if we can share it on a future podcast because we would love to do that as well. 
throw in there how much me time you like to have. If you'd like to have more, if you think you might possibly be overdoing it and should cut back a little bit. And some suggestions of me time, because I would love to learn some new stuff as well. And don't ever think that me time is selfish. Because everyone needs a break. They need that mental stability to go on with life on a day-to-day basis. Do you need me time every single day for hours on end? No. But you do need it at some point. So even if you work a lot and you're super busy, you have extra side gigs, you have hobbies that take up your time, maybe your hobbies are your me time and that's okay too. But I'm just thinking more along the lines, if you have a hobby that's maybe an obligation, like I personally work with a rescue that saves um, primarily dogs from euthanization and um, off the streets and things like that. Um, So that can take up a lot of my time. And even though it's technically a hobby and I love doing it, there are also days that it's a lot of work. And can Um, become overwhelming. Yes, absolutely. So it's very, very important in my personal opinion that you find time for yourself, whether it's 20 minutes here and there, an hour here and there, once a week, once a month, find what makes you happy and do it because nobody's going to do it for you. Right. And being comfortable in your own skin is part of that. For me, When we were younger, like as a teenager, I was completely comfortable in my skin. I didn't start having those uncomfortable feelings and self-doubts until after I started having my kids, which might curtail with my anxiety and depression. But then I also had weight problems where I was up and then down and then up and then down. And hearing things that other people say really got into my head and brought me down about my skin. So being comfortable in my skin to me is not really giving a shit what anybody else fucking thinks. Whether that sounds conceited or not, I honestly don't give a flying fuck because nobody else's opinion matters. Actually, well, one person is my husband. Because if I piss him off to the point where he don't want to be with me, then I got to go find a new one. And I kind of really like that dick, so. (laughs) And I feel like mine is kind of similar but different than yours in the sense of I was very insecure as a teenage girl, very uncomfortable in my body, very much so a tomboy. I liked the baggy clothes. I didn't want to show off my figure. (laughs) Until I met who is now my current husband. Um, I met him when I was 15. So it was like, I met him and I was still a tomboy. I was still very insecure. But then I kind of wanted to do a little bit more girly stuff because I wanted to keep his attention. And I feel like he was a big part of me feeling a lot more secure in myself. Not that you should rely on someone else to make you feel that way. No, but, but he, he did. Out, he brought out more confidence in you by letting you know that you are a beautiful person inside and out your personality is something that he was attracted to and interested in and yes he liked your body obviously you have two children together I mean unless that was like mother Mary or something no those were miracles okay oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I felt you know a lot more confident into my you know 20s and we got married and then we had kids and then I feel like there was a big plummet And I feel like that's common with women. You know, I got postpartum depression and 
hated my body and you know, you go through all those struggles. And again, that's another totally different topic. Which we will cover postpartum depression. Because that's a big one. And that'll end up being like a three-hour show if we <laughs> ramble on about that in here. But there's been, ever since then, it's been like ups and downs and ups and downs. It's like, you know, you feel better about yourself. I went through a period where I worked out a ton like a crazy person. I got to the small size I've been since I was a freshman in high school. I thought I was beautiful and I looked fantastic. And then there was people that were like, why are you thin. so thin? Why, why are your boobs so small? And why are you so addicted to working out? And it's like, wait, why does what? everyone else care? Like, <laughs> and why, why lost. am I getting like, and I wasn't even like that small. It's not like I was a size two or a zero or anything like that. I just, I got to a size like six, five, six, depending on what it was, you know, brand wise, things like that. And it's just like, that's kind of like skinny shaming, you know? Yes. It's skinny shaming is no different than fat shaming or eat shaming or drink shaming or any other kind of fucking shaming out there. I find it utterly disgusting. And stop that shit, girls. Don't be a bitch to somebody else just because you're jealous. Absolutely. That if, fucking shit if is she's nasty beautiful, and unclassy. Grow the fuck up. Start being classy and be happy for that person. Congratulate them. Ask them how the fuck they did it so you can get some goddamn tips and do it yourself. Because being told that I looked like I was anorexic or had fucking cancer after I had lost a bunch of weight really got in my head and I ended up putting on 50 pounds after that and then was even more depressed because then I was overweight. And now I am to the point with my body that I am completely comfortable. Like I said, I don't give a shit. I don't care if you think I'm too thin, if you think I'm too fat, if I've got too much makeup on or I overdid it with the 80s hairspray because I love me some big hair or (laughs) my six inch stilettos, which sometimes I do wear to work. I really don't care. That's how I like to roll. You don't have to roll the way I roll. Yeah. So find out who you are, how you want to live your life. Find that satisfaction in living your life. Love yourself. Not too much, but enough. Get out there. Do you. Absolutely. And stop trying to fit into some mold of perfection because it does not exist. Throw all that worry and self-doubt out the window while driving your car down the highway at 60 miles an hour and never look back. Stop comparing yourself to people on social media or other women, men, peers, co-workers. Everyone is unique and special in their own way. So trying to compare yourself to to another is absolutely pointless. It's like comparing apples to oranges and then throwing in some pears and bananas and blueberries and grapes. Like it's a good bowl of fruit that all tastes great together. And each individual thing is unique in their own way. So don't forget to like us because you know we're fun as shit. And definitely email us. Let us know what you think on how we're doing so far. Let us know what you do for me time because I definitely would love to get another person's perspective. Yes, and some new ideas on how we can do some different me time things. And until next time.